Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. It's something that's been on our mind a lot lately as we tackle a lot of backyard projects. And you've been asking about a few wanting specifics. Today, we're talking about one of those projects, the metal edging around our backyard. The heart of the home continues in just a moment. Hi, everyone. I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about our newest Stag Design launch, the Aspen Collection. This collection is elevated and grounded in earth tones and hand-painted patterns. Use the code HEARTOFTHEHOME for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two Gs. If you've been following us for a while, you know that our backyard project, it's been going. Yeah, it's been going slower than we would have liked, definitely. But we've been making some great progress. And we've received a lot of questions on Instagram regarding our etching our metal edging around our yard tell us about it john (laughs) yeah we actually weren't sure what to do with the edging we knew that we had to have well i mean not everyone does have edging you could just put your grass down and then try and like by hand contain the grass and keep it out of your bed but that's a nightmare (laughs) it's a nightmare and it also i feel like the lines never end up the way they started Oh, no. Because the grass bleeds into different spots and then the weeds spread and then you end up with like a completely different shape. It's like the mom who cuts their kids' bangs. Yeah. It never looks never right, quite people. looks right. I know. And I cut Ruby's bangs sometimes. But I remember when I was a little girl, my dad trimmed my bangs once for church. Oh, that probably didn't turn out well. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I'm sure everyone at church, I was like Ruby's age. I was like seven and my dad trimmed my bangs for church. Like and I'm sure everyone sideways. at church was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what is happening? Bless his heart. He did his best. But don't let your yard end up like... Dad trimmed bangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we were talking about what was going to work best in that situation. You were team cement. Well, I was team something that would clearly define it. And I, you know, there are all different types of profiles of cement curbing and some of them are not great and others are more modern looking. So I was thinking maybe a more modern looking cement barrier only because I just wanted something very clear and straight that would define the separation between the grass and the flower beds. You have a selective memory, but I came (laughs) up with the idea for the metal edging. I did. I I remember I had to sell you on it. That's not what I remember, but I'm willing to concede the point. (laughs) I'm going to go back through text messages because I get credit for this one. I do. I came up with the idea for the metal edging and I sent you all these photos of it and you were like, well, whoever came up with it, it was a good idea. Because Thank you. Um, we, <laughs> we have we wanted to go for like a pretty modern look for the backyard and we want to just clean straight lines on everything. And the metal is actually a much better option for that than cement because cement has to be fairly wide and take up a lot of space. And it frankly doesn't work as well as metal because the cement only goes down into the ground a little bit uh, under the surface. Whereas metal can go down as deeply as you want. You just have to buy 
a tall enough piece of metal and bury it as deeply as you want. So it provides a really effective barrier to keep the roots from growing underneath the barrier and then into the flower beds, which happens all the time with cement. Um, And we wanted really clear lines and clean, crisp corners and edges, and metal's a great solution for that. I also loved uh, that you could buy raw steel and that it would um, rust Mm -hmm. over time. I loved that look of like the rusting, which has started to happen on ours. And that just happens naturally with raw steel. Um, and we did the same thing with our um, our mailboxes, raw steel, and it yeah. had started to rust. And so I wanted to sort of carry that through. I'm huge on continuity. That's like a huge part of my design philosophy. So I wanted that continuity with the steel edging that we had on our mailbox. And it turned out beautiful. Let's talk about the process of doing that metal edging. So where do you buy raw steel, John? You find a manufacturer of steel in your area. And I didn't really know where they were here locally. So we did a little bit of research and there's a place really not far from our house. And they sell pieces. I think you can buy them in different lengths and different heights um, and different thicknesses of, of metal. And so we got one eighth inch thick and six-inch tall pieces of raw steel, just squared off, no rounding of edges or anything. And they came in different lengths. We got the 10-foot lengths because you want the longest length you can to avoid having to do too many welding you know, welding pieces together. So you, I went and bought it and had it delivered, and it's super heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it's better if you have it delivered. Yeah, have it delivered and have someone else offload it from the truck and put it in your side yard or something. Um, And then just piece by piece, um, I mean, even one piece was difficult to carry. So usually I had someone there helping me. And so you you decide where you're going to lay it out. And I think the first step was to draw out in a pretty detailed way our entire backyard with measurements and and decide where all the pieces were going to go and at least roughly how long they needed to be. And that's how we figured out how much we needed. Um, And then when we had it delivered, the first step was to cut the pieces to size. So we, I went around and measured each piece that we needed and put it in place as we went and just laid it on the ground where near where it would go. Um, And I had to get a chop saw with a special steel cutting blade which is a thing. And did you already have a chop saw and you had to get a special blade? Um, I did. I do have a chop saw, but it's a nice one for finished carpentry. And I would not recommend using a nice chop saw for this because it really is hard on the chop saw. So luckily my brother has like a super old (laughs) chop saw that he uses for cutting metal. I'm thankfully I have a brother who is an auto mechanic and has his own shop and he has a ton of tools and he was nice enough to be willing to help me with this project, and I could not have done it without him because he's an experienced welder, and he has a bunch of the tools that we needed. So he was willing to spend a couple of days with me on this. Um, it was really like one Saturday and then a couple of evenings for a couple of hours. And he brought his chop saw and actually a portable welder. And um, so we would take a piece of metal, cut it to size with a chop saw. It's really loud. It sends a lot of sparks everywhere. So not the funnest process. And you had to have a fire extinguisher nearby. 
a hose. A but hose. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. I remember it was sending this, so. sparks off into the weeds nearby. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we better <laughs> wet that down. We don't want a fire here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we cut it all to size, placed it all out. And then my brother and I, you know, well, he pretty much, he welded everything. Um, and so he would just weld the corners together or in places where we had to connect two pieces along a long stretch, he would have to do, um, two pieces butted together. Now um, it was, just weld them in place. it was fascinating to watch and it's like a, it's like a moth drawn to a flame. You see the welding and you just want to watch, but you wouldn't you let us watch. You can't look at the, at the flame. No. Because, you know, obviously if you're close to it, especially you have to have a welder's mask with a really, it's almost like the kind of glasses you wear when you're looking at an eclipse. Mm-hmm. You can't look into the flame. Like you can't look right at the sun during an eclipse or it'll fry your retinas. Yeah. So I was probably too worried and overly cautious, but I actually asked Jen and the girls to just not even leave. be in the house. We had or to leave. if you were in the house, you had to be in the basement <laughs> where you couldn't see what we were doing. And they kept going, mommy, but I want to watch. And I was like, no, I didn't want my two year old just staring into the welding flame and like frying her redness. Right? I know he was so paranoid about it. They kept going, mommy, we want to watch. And I was like, no, we're going no. to the basement. I had to finally just leave the house. We went to like a, a jumping trampoline park because yeah. I was like, we need to be away. And Daddy s- won't let us look at the welding. Someone who knows <laughs> welding better than I do might say that's ridiculous. You can, you're fine as long as you're at a reasonable distance or something. I don't know. I'm not willing to take the risk with my two-year-old's eyeballs. So yeah, we were safe. In the scheme of things, it didn't take that long. It did feel like it was pretty meticulous. But do you feel like this is a project that most people could handle? Um, anyone could handle getting it all delivered and even cutting it and putting it in place. The welding is something you need to have experience to do. I didn't do it myself cause I've never welded before and I wouldn't have attempted that myself without some training cause you have to be safe and you have to know how to do it. Um, so luckily in my case, my brother's really experienced and could just do that for me. And if not, I definitely would have hired someone who had that experience to help. So, but I think, you know, you could, Go to all the effort of mapping it all out, getting the supplies, getting the supplies delivered, and then just hiring a welder yeah. to come in and do like those finishing things for you. And if you did all the other work, the welding went pretty fast. So you could pay someone for a few hours who had the equipment, and it probably wouldn't have been that expensive to pay someone to come in and do that piece. Are you happy with the finished product? I love it. Yeah, it's super clean. Um, it. It's a very defined separation between the grass and the beds and the grass is beautiful and green and then it stops and then it becomes this dark brown soil with plants. I just, yeah, I like it a lot. We like how it's coming together. Yeah. And then in our side yard, we had cement pavers and um, we wanted to put gravel around the pavers, but obviously we don't want gravel getting into the beds next to them all the time. So we put the steel separation and it does create a really nice look from cement pavers, gravel, very clear steel separation, and then beautiful beds. It's a really nice combination. And with the cement pavers, it wouldn't have looked as good. I don't think. We're obviously really happy with how this project came together, but if you could do it all over again, would you change anything? Would you make the height of the metal different? Would you lay it out differently? What would you do? Um, 
Honestly, I don't think I would change anything about the space that we did. I think I might like to do it in our front yard. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. Our front yard, we'll have to, we could do a whole episode about the front yard. <laughs> Maybe we will. <laughs> uh, we, the front yard had a layout that we really couldn't change that much without tearing out the entire front yard. And so we've kind of just had to make it work the way that it is. And it's beautiful. It looks really great. Yeah. But it's not how we would have done it if we were designing the front yard from scratch, where the backyard, we've been designing the backyard from scratch. So we've been able to do it however we want. Mm -hmm. But the front yard isn't that way. But yes, you'd love to do the edging in the front yard. Right. And we have the benefit of a big, beautiful Japanese maple that took 30 years to grow. So there are benefits of having an existing yard to work with. But yeah, less creative freedom. Um, So I guess other things we could have done... Um, we could have gotten a taller piece of metal that would have gone down deeper into the ground. Um, and time will tell if that would have been better. Uh, we got a six inch high piece, which is still pretty tall. Um, and I think that's plenty tall, but you, we could have gone eight inch or 10 inch, which would have been quite a bit more expensive, but would have been deeper into the ground. And the reason why that might be better is if, in the future, we have problems with grass and other things growing underneath the metal piece and getting into the flower beds. We haven't had that problem yet. So if you're willing think, to spend the extra money, there's that added benefit of having a taller piece. I also think that kind of would have been hard in our yard, though, because um, we live on a mountainside and we have so many rocks and mm-hmm. boulders. And so if we dig down too deep, it just causes it's trouble. A real challenge. It's a nightmare. It, like, it's really bad. I don't ever want to dig out another boulder again <laughs> yeah, as long we were, as I live. We're thinking maybe we would want to build a house in this area, just right like within a block or two of our current house. And if we do that, then I'm definitely going to basically have them screen like several feet down the entire yard and just remove all the big boulders. Cause I didn't, ne- I never want to deal with the kind of boulders we had to deal with in our backyard it after the house is built and go around. Believable. Yeah. Crazy. It honestly makes me go, how did they build houses here like 30, 40 years ago? Because the boulders are like out of control. Just, I, we've talked about this before, but how many boulder, how many truckloads of boulders did we remove? 20, 22? I think it was 22. 22 giant truckloads. Not like, not like the truck that you drive. We're talking like, <laughs> like dump trucks, like a dump truck. Mm-hmm. 22. No, we, don't, full. we do not have a big yard. So it's not like this is some, multi-acre property We're not on like a ranch no this is <laughs> no, a this small is fairly small piece fairly of land small yard and lots of rocks and they were ginormous like there was one the size of a car and not quite the size of a car but well, pretty big a mini cooper <laughs> there was a mini cooper sized boulder and we built a rock wall yeah, we kept. I was honestly like, we've taken <laughs> so many rocks crazy. out of here. We're gonna have to ship some in to build a, co- a rock wall. No, oh, we found plenty more. No, we had we were just tons, digging tons and tons. In fact, we had a guy who was buying the boulders from us, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Stop bringing Please the stop boulders. Bringing. We don't. I don't. Want I don't anymore. want any more boulders. <laughs> Please stop, because there were too many. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I love the metal edging, um, and I think we're going to try and do a plot, a blog post with pictures and maybe a little bit more how tos. But um, it was definitely a good decision. 
If you want to see more um, of our backyard and how it's coming together, you can find us on Instagram. On my Instagram, Jennifer Stagg, I have been documenting very closely the progress in the backyard. You can also find it in the highlight reels. And if you have a question about the backyard, we'd love to hear what it is. It could make up our next podcast episode. Also, be sure to head over to the blog stag-design.com where you'll find the full breakdown of this project and the how-to and also photos of us doing our thing. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.